The toy bar is open. Come wander on in, grab a stool, and hang out with a drink while your hosts and toy bar flies, Jason Duvall and Dave Draper, discuss, argue, and celebrate their love of toys, games, and all things collectible. Brought to you by. Uh, we'll get back to you on that. This is Dave and Duvall. Ladies and gentlemen, toys welcome and back to another episode of Dave and Duvall's Toys and Collectibles. Right here on ToyWorldOrder.com. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Duvall. That's Dave Draper. Sorry, I'm, I'm researching important Schwarzenegger-related. Yes, Dave and I were trying to figure out if uh, Hercules in New York and Hercules Goes Bananas is technically the same film. It's very possible that it is, uh, yeah. which is why Dave is doing the research mm. right right now as, as we talk. Okay, well, it did redirect me to Hercules in New York. Oh, there you go. From Hercules Goes Bananas. That's good. I, I was... I mean, how many how many Hercules wacky New York adventure movies can they make? True. You'll have to excuse me if you hear me blow my nose. Someone was diseased, unclean. Yes, I, I was. The entire week we were off, I uh, I had the COVID. I'm okay though. Karen and I both had it. We're alright. I already had it. Yeah, Dave already so had it. I'm so. immune. No, I'm unkillable. That's not how that works. Monkey. I live forever that's now. Not how that, that's not how that works, Funky. I'm I'm already dealing with that whole vampire on Wii shit. Oh Jesus! Okay. Two two months of in, of immu- immortality, and I'm like over it. Dave's like, I can't do this. Anymore. My garage door broke. My tree needs <laughs> to be cut down. Dave's life right now sounds like a really bad country song. My garage door broke. I need the roof replaced. My neighbor wants me to cut my tree down, but I can't. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm just like like there's all these there's all this news articles all this stuff about you know oh it's it's tragic because we, we've we've raised this entire generation that doesn't want to grow up and doesn't want to be adults and I'm like I gotta get my roof replaced my garage door needs fixing if if the garage door company whose job it is to replace garage doors ever deigns to get back to me right. about when they can put me on the schedule if they want like. I can't even get them to give me a date to replace my garage. I know. They blow me off. I know. The stupid tree just came up, and it's twice as much to trim it this year as it was two years ago. Yep. It's like, you know what? I just want to, like, can you fault me? Can you really fault me for just <laughs> wanting to sit around and watch Star Wars all day? Nope. Can you? <clears throat> nope. God. Uh, Star Wars Celebration is going on right now. Oh, and yeah. with it, we've gotten a number of... Different uh, reviews and or not reviews reveals, um, including uh, take we, one week off. You can't remember how to talk. I know, right? We got uh, our first look at the uh, John Watts Star Wars series, which is titled Star Wars Skeleton Crew, that will star Jude Law. Okay. Um, we know that it's going to focus on kids who are lost in the Star Wars universe and uh, are trying to find their way back home. So, eh. So it's like <clears> a, <throat> a more obnoxious version of Voyager. Ah, uh, kinda, yeah, kinda, sorta, a little bit. Strangely enough. But yeah, very, uh, very kind of Goonies uh, inspired, I think. Um, no, it's more a, Voyager. Yeah, Watch Story will follow a group of rambunctious kids, each of them around 10 years old, who accidentally get lost in the galaxy long, a long way from their tiny home planet. Uh, though the series will focus on their adventure, they'll be joined in some capacity by Jude Law, whose casting was announced during the Lucasfilm panel. He'll be like Holly in <clears throat> Red Dwarf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skeleton Crew will take place around the same time as The Mandalorian and the upcoming Ashoka series uh, after the events of Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Okay. Kathleen Kennedy had said something <coughs> which I actually thought was very uh, smart which is she's like we've got to move away 
Got to move away from the Skywalker storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's smart. I think it's a big universe, and I think you can, <coughs> you can craft other. You, I think that's the big story in the universe, but I think you can craft other compelling, interesting stories. You know. Well, I think you still have because the time period of these shows, you still have that. You have that 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 possibility of, like with Mandalorian, being connected to the Skywalkers in some way, shape, or form, where Luke was training Grogu. Yeah, you, know, you you have that option to, but it also became complicated because then people are like, "Well, does that mean Kylo Ren murders Grogu?" and blah blah right. blah, and they had to sort of like. <coughs> I mean, I mean, I it's one of those frustrating things because I love all that stuff. I love when Luke showed up at the end of season two. Yeah. I absolutely like just my heart melted during Book of Boba Fett when you see Luke training Grogu. I right. love that, but at the same time, it was like the minute you saw that, I'm like, Grogu's gonna go back to Mandalorian. Yep, yep, yep. Because it was just him going off with Luke was the perfect ending for that arc, but he's just too marketable a character, right? To let go of, right? They sell too much Grogu crap, yeah. to give him a, a good ending. And we got uh, we got our look at season three of Mandalorian. Well, the, the the people in attendance at Celebration did, and there is some some uh, some pirated footage out there of the panel footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, with uh, <clears throat> uh, Mandalorian's gearing up for continuing the adventures of Din Djarin. Uh, as well as Grogu, uh, the panel presented by Favreau and Filoni. Uh, we know that season three will be coming in 2023, as several returning favorites set to appear at some point or another during the story, uh, including... Um, Fine favorite. Yeah. Um, I know Bo-Katan's coming back. Well, I would assume so, because it kind of set up that whole, that whole arc, which I kind of hate. Yeah. You can know... Like, because people have already pointed out that I guess... Uh, what's her name from Rebels? Got the dark saber and became leader of Mandalore without having to like win it in combat. Right, Red Sonia style. Uh, Grief Karga comes back. Look, I love me some Carl Weather. I but know. Come on, man. <laughs> Why do you keep coming back? Um. And he at one point during the trailer, uh, Din says, "I'm going to Mandalore, so I may be forgiven for my transgressions." Mm-hmm. Um. Dave Filoni continuity porn. And then, of course, the footage ends with several other Mandalorians alongside Bo-Katan while walking around a strange city, with Bo-Katan now seated, uh, seated atop a throne of her own and remarking to Grogu, did you think your dad is the only Mandalorian? Oh, no. Is she going to turn? Is she gonna have a heel turn and capture poor little Grogu uh, and make Mando fight her? I'm sure. Ah, poop. And then, of course, uh, Ashoka, the series. Um, so they're still filming the series, uh, but they... Uh, I don't know if they've really revealed anything. Uh, I thought they said who they cast as Thrawn, but I forgot. That's uh, that I'm legitimately excited do, about. We do know that uh, Chris, Hayden Christensen is going to be in that as well, uh, reprising his role as Anakin Darth Vader. Wait, what? Uh, I guess I guess that has to be a flashback. <coughs> yeah. Well, as he's dead by yeah. the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I got, okay, it's a flashback. Like I'm, I'm glad that there's this been this massive sort of reexamination of Hayden Christensen and, and people embracing him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the fandom went through a bad phase after the prequels, and I'm glad that we've kind of come out of it and realized that some of us, myself included, were acting like assholes. Yeah. And well, I think and Hayden's shown that he's absolutely thrilled to be back. He like, seems very happy. Yeah. 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 No, but like especially Hayden, like a lot of stuff that he gets blamed for wasn't his fault. Yeah, Lucas was directing Lucas, everybody. Yeah. To be really weird and wooden. That's why uh, Liam Neeson never wanted to come back. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, they, Terrence Stamp never wanted to come. I mean, his character was kind of done, but like, right. never, like, Lucas had this weird 
thing about everything had to be like the films he grew up with, and they had this weird, stilted <coughs> right. acting style back then. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. Uh, we also got our first look at the uh, at Indiana Jones 5. How, wait, that's not possible. That's not possible because there are only three Indiana Jones films. So how can there be a fifth one? Oh, there's a fourth one, David. You just choose no, not no. to. Uh... No, there's not. Uh, all it is is a picture of uh, of uh, Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones bathed in golden light on a bridge. That's that's it. That Probably was... right before he goes to the moon to die. Probably. Probably. Yeah, it goes... Like either goes to the moon or it goes back. Like the, the the version I've heard now is it goes back in time. So there's a CGI young Indy, and young Indy dies, and the girl becomes Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Because it's 2022. <coughs> uh, apparently, also Horizon Zero Dawn and Gran Turismo TV shows are in the works. Uh, one of those two things I'm mildly interested in. Oh, it's not a combination. No, no. Where she drives around in robot cars. That would be fun. Uh, there's also apparently a Gods of War series being picked up by Prime Video. Oh boy, I wonder uh, if that's going to be as good as Halo. Mm. Uh, I've heard if you're not a Halo fan, it's a great show. And if you're I've heard, I've heard fan, yeah, I've heard terrible. if you're a Halo fan, it's awful. Yeah. And if you're not, it's it's okay. Oh my god. Hi, uh, big guy. I know, cat's loud. Well, it's like, what other pet? Is a fish going to come in here and make fish noises at us in a minute? <laughs> Also, we got our first trailer and look at the upcoming Willow series that takes place 20 years after the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. The trailer had... I had goosebumps watching the trailer. Okay. Uh, just for that music at the end. dun 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 you, you weren't a fan of Willow, were you? It's okay. I, I love that movie. I, I love that movie. I hate the sequel books because they're terrible. I've heard that. Shadow Moon are just... Which is weird. I like Chris awful. Claremont. Oh, Claremont's... He... Oh, him did, and Lucas. Did, did he just, indulge his weird fetishes? Oh, dude, that, those books are so tough to read. I have all three of them, and I've read two of them. I'm like, I'm not reading this third one. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. I can't do it to myself. Uh, just can't do it. Yeah, I'm a little sad that I guess the news is they're bringing back the the girl from the movie, Sorsha. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm sad that we won't get Mad Mart again. But I understand why. <coughs> Valkyrie's in a bad way. There is, but they. They included him in the new Top Gun movie. He's they he, mentioned him in the Top. No, I don't he, think he's in it. He's in it, yeah. or like, it's like he, it must be a CGI him. He's in it, uh, and his it's him, but his voice is actually provided by his son. Okay, yeah, I, know, I, I, I remember there was he's, there's something really wrong with him. He had throat cancer. And, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I wasn't trying to be mean because <laughs> there's a whole doc, there's a fascinating yeah. documentary. Yeah, where he had all this footage, and yeah. like, you find out what happened to him. It's, it's sad. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, the trailer made it look fun. It's, it's kind of neat to see Warwick as Willow Upgood again. I mean, I'm glad they got him. I mean, you know, you could say something snotty, but actually Warwick seems to have a pretty good career going on. Yeah, yeah, he does. Especially with Star Wars stuff always going on. Yeah. Uh, new series place takes place 20 years after the movie, or about 250 moons in Willow speak. Uh, Rudy Cruz joins the saga's kit. Warrior daughter of Sorsha and Mad Mardigan, uh, who sits out to rescue her twin brother. Uh, Allie Bramber plays Dove, a maid who falls for Kit's brother. While Aaron Kellyman co-stars as Jade, a servant who dreams of becoming a warrior like Kit. Uh, the quest that leads them to seek the aid of Willow, who is now a powerful sorcerer. <clears throat> okay. So it should be uh, it should be fun. And then we also got our first look at the Andor series. Yes. Which you're really excited about. Again, I was busy yesterday, so I kind of missed that. I got I came home. I literally found out the Andor... Like, I made a joke on Facebook. 
but it was actually real. Yeah. Where I came home and I saw your post about everybody's talking about Andor, but the Willow trailer. I'm like, wait, there's an Andor trailer. There's, there's an Andor trailer. Like, hell yeah, uh, there was coming August 31st of this year, um, and it'll be very interesting because it's, I am it's very excited for with it. Diego Luna returning as Cassian Andor and a look at the more, as David said, the seedier side. Well, not just this, like like not just the, the beginning of the rebellion. I mean, we've seen that mm-hmm. they did rebels, but it's like, but it's like you're seeing the stuff from the the Empire, like. You know, you see, well, you see all these scenes that look like there's <coughs> stuff going on with the Empire. You know, the, the, what you know, you're seeing life in the Empire through various lenses that we've never seen before because right. we've seen Luke, who is the great heroic figure who lives. Uh, someone asked me a question once. I can't like, but the the thing was, like, you know, how come we never saw Coruscant before? Well, because the story follows the Rebellion. Yeah, which is always going to be, you know, in Antarctica, yeah. in Java, yeah. in. In a remote place in Colorado, not New York City. Yeah, New you know York what I mean? City. So it was like Tatooine and Hoth. Yep. And so, like, to see what life was like in the Empire for ordinary people, and you've got Diego Luna kind of as, as representing an ordinary yeah. guy who joins the rebellion and who does. I love him in I, my favorite, one of my favorite Star Wars moments is when the other guy, they're, they're, they're in an alleyway and they have to jump over the thing, and the other guy's like, I can't make it. And he just shoots him. Yeah. Because. <clears throat> you would you you know like even even the good and noble rebellion has those grimy yeah those those moments where you have to like decide what's more important this yeah. one guy's life or the rebellion yeah and I like I like the the noble heroic Luke and Leia like their thing is this like I said I, I was thinking about this today there's stuff they don't put in the history books right and it's fascinating to get a look at that yeah and I love that very much so so I was like it was funny because I was like. Going into Obi Wan, I was like super excited for Andor, and I was like, yeah, Obi Wan, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, then Obi Wan blew me away. Yeah, we'll talk about Obi Wan. I know, but I'm just saying. Um, uh, the Nacelle Company announced that they're going to be making uh, a series of action figures uh, dedicated to comedian uh, greatest of all times, comedian goats. The first three figures coming out will be Lenny Bruce, okay. uh, who, if you know anything about comedy, he's not afraid. Uh, yeah, uh, Joan Rivers. Oh, so I can finally like wait. What scale is this? Um, oh, it's NECA. NECA, it'll be like 6, 7 inch. No, it's not NECA, it's Nacelle. Oh, oh, um, oh how silly of me. I don't know what scale they Well, are. I have to know, like, what figures get yelled at, get, get screeched at. What are you wearing? Captain America, what are you wearing? Luke Skywalker, who are you wearing? Yeah, Joan Rivers, Lenny Bruce, and uh, um, um, uh, Bill Hicks. Okay. So, uh, two of which uh, died far too young. Uh, Bill Hicks died just as his career was starting. Uh, Lenny Bruce, of course, is uh, was was famous for being just vulgar. Well, he pushed this, the, he pushed this the boundaries. In the '60s, I know. Well, he pushed the boundaries. He did. Uh, it even says here, uh, Lenny's 1964 conviction in obscenity trial was followed by a posthumous pardon, the first in New York State history by then Governor George Pataki in 2003. Uh, so he he really paved the way for counterculture, and then of course Bill Hicks was um, another amazing like influential artist. He was really smart, really quick, um, brutally honest in, in terms of describing society. And then Ben Rivers was a breakthrough female comedian. She was. She, she was. was a, she she was the first female host of the Tonight Show. Yeah, guest host and the first guest host. And she had her own show, mm-hmm. and then she kind of had a second career. I was making fun of it, but she had a second career doing the thing on E about fashion. Yeah, and always being at the Oscars. And yeah. Um, these figures actually will also include a QR code that will allow uh, uh, users to enjoy an exclusive previously unreleased track from the artist. 
uh, which has been personally curated by the Rivers, Hicks, and Bruce estates, respectfully. So you'll actually get to hear unreleased material uh, from these figures. That's kind of neat. Yeah, I'm guessing they're not 4-inch. They um, look a little detailed. Yeah, it doesn't... Uh, it's important, man. Scale matters. Yeah, they really don't talk about the scale in this, but I'm going to guess they're probably 6-inch. Because, I mean, like... <coughs> I don't disagree with their choices, per se. I mean, they're all very important landmark people in the, the field of comedy. Right. You know, like, I would be like more like uh, um, George Carlin. I would well, definitely I'm sure Carlin. I'm sure Carlin's coming. It's just I know his estate is kind of tough. Bunch of hippies. Well, they want to protect his image as close as they can. Filthy, dirty hippies. Without, you know... Sell, their... sell out. <laughs> Get with the program. That's probably why they're not licensing his image. Um, I'm amazed oh, they, integrity. I'm it's amazed disgusting. they got a documentary made. Uh, also, at Star Wars Celebration this year, uh, we got some uh, reveals. Uh, Hasbro revealed, uh, speaking of Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Lola, which is uh, Princess Leia's little uh, droid. Uh, so they're doing an interactive electronic figure of Lola. But here's the question. Are batteries included? That's a good question. Uh, should we do it? They'll be doing an animatronic version of it for 90 bucks. Will it be available this wow. fall? Yeah. Uh, and then there's a actual an interactive electronic figure that's $38.99 uh, that, will, uh, that has you know, a little button and moving parts and stuff. So, uh, As well as the Bounty Collection series, the little tiny... Yeah, I know. I have a bunch of Grogu. Yeah, the Grogu ones. So, uh, the the I'm sure they're thrilled they can finally continue that without yeah, without gratuitous Grogu. Yeah, they're like, we need more cute. We, we need, need more cute. More cute. Uh, Hot Toys showed off their Star Wars one six scale Chrome Death Trooper and Chrome Clone Trooper. Okay. Oh, uh, ooh, they're pretty and chromey. Yay, they're troopers basically. That's yeah, all I got done to say. it before. They just do them in chrome. Yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about that. You skip on. No, no, we'll come back to this. We will come back to this. There's more Star Wars <laughs> stuff. Just okay, hold okay, on. Well, well, you didn't say it was more Star Wars. There's more Star Wars stuff. I'm just going to find don't, it. Don't, don't, don't. I didn't, don't uh, let me do a Sophie's Choice I, I didn't. To I didn't organize things very well. You. Okay? I didn't. I find that hard to believe. I didn't organize these very well. This is my shocked face. I know. You're doing really well. Oh, they're there. Uh, Hot Toys also revealed the uh, new Clone Wars figures and uh, Bark Speeders. Yipe. Uh, so we get a Commander Apo uh, and Bark Speeder. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dave's saying yikes because it's probably going to be... Well, it's a, bar, it's a Hot Toys Bark Speeder. Yeah. And, and I saw the Walker, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, the Walker, which I don't think they've actually announced, but they showed that picture. So you know what's coming. It's, uh, it's the little right-on Walker. Yeah, it's not five, one of the big... $515 for yeah, the Bark Speaker I, and Commander. I, I figured. Yep. 550 That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, looks extraordinary though, Hot Toys. So you know, they always, always look. Yeah, I mean, I would love to have a mansion <laughs> and the expendable income know, to like, right? load up on Hot Toys. We're getting uh, closer to Comic Con 2022, and we're getting uh, announcements of San Diego Comic Con exclusives. Uh, one of which is being uh, a factory. Uh, oh my god! Uh, a Jurassic Park dinner plate. I didn't uh, realize that's what it was. A prop replica based on the plate from the film that they eat off of at the. Uh, what, do, what do they eat off of it, uh, Jason? What, what food do they eat off uh, of the plates? Uh, um, it's one of your it's one of your greatest podcast moments, my friend. I don't remember what's called Chilean uh, chili. Ch- chili and sea bass. Oh yeah, chili and sea bass. <laughs> Why would you mix chili and sea bass? Uh, limited to a thousand pieces. Jurassic Park dinner plate limited edition proper because uh, priced at fifty bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Uh huh. And I saw people getting an argument on Twitter about what? Well, first about of all, this because people on Twitter. People were like, "Why? Why would? Why would you buy a fucking dinner plate for fifty bucks? It's dumb." And they're like, and the other guy was like, "Uh, because it's a prop replica." 
they're like, it's a dumb prop replica. And he's like, it's an amazing prop replica. Gonna, and I kind of want one. It's going to sell out. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. So I, what are you, why are you arguing, bitch? Like, like if I could get one without having to like go crazy, yeah. I probably would. <clears throat> NECA shut off a bunch of Comic-Con exclusive figures. Uh, one of which being their, uh, Thang movie poster figure. Which that's kind of cool. Yeah, which I was like, well, that's kind of fucking amazing. Yeah, it's um, outside the if box. If you've ever seen the thing movie poster, it's just a picture of a random person in a barca. Uh, a parka. A parka. Sorry, parkas are a completely different yes, thing. Uh, a parka, uh, with you know, and his the face is glowing white with with glowing white blades coming out of it, basically. Well, rays, not really blades. rays. Yeah, but uh, that's what the figure is, and it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, honestly. it's. it's... It's uh, that's it, a perfect kind of exclusive. It, it, it is, and it makes me smile that they did that. Yeah, that's uh, friggin' that's spectacular. Uh, the faceplate. Uh, there's an LED light inside the head, and an interchangeable nice. and removable faceplates to create the poster's signature. To create the poster's signature burst of light. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. That's uh, that was one of the NECA Comic Con exclusives. Um, I'm trying to find the turtle ones. There were there was turtle ones too. Drug turtles fans are angry about them. I know it's a box. It's a box set of. Oh, I gotta find turtles. Yeah. Let's see. There it is. Uh, Premonition of a Premutation box oh, set. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. uh, so it's Hamato Yoshi. It is Baxter Stockman. It is Bebop and Rocksteady. All is human. Uh, before their mutation, of course. Yeah. Hamato uh, Yoshi comes with the, the fishbowl and four turtles. Um, okay. And a bunch of fists and his bow staff. Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady come with bats and spray paint and a boom box. Boom box. Uh, Baxter comes with all kinds of stuff, man. A mouser, uh, a little uh, uh, capture net, uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's a, I, I think that's a cool idea for a set. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a neat convention set. But yes, people are like, oh, oh why? <laughs> well, we're going to, I may echo that in a minute. Yeah, here in a little bit. Um, I thought there was another neck exclusive that I don't have listed. Um, all the Inquisitors. Yeah, and we'll leave this up in a minute because uh, we'll talk about those two just a little bit. Wiggle it just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then NECA also, oh, they announced a uh, exclusive uh, Gremlins 2 Ultimate Wedding Greta. I don't remember. <coughs> like, I, I've only ever seen the second film once. Yeah. So you know, one of the gremlins drinks a uh, potion that changes their sex, and well, they they, they 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 get a hold of a bunch of potions that mess with their DNA. One alters her her sex. So yep, she, yep. Which is weird because they're kind of like asexual to begin with. But, True. But there's a spider one in the middle, but yeah. I, I don't remember her wearing a bridal gown. Uh, that was at the very end. Oh, is that the, yeah, very, the, the very big musical end. number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably need to rewatch that as an adult who's not really expecting a sequel to Gremlins. True. Because I probably would like. I've heard it's much better when you're an adult and you accept the fact that it's a it's a parody of Gremlins and yes. not a sequel. Yes, and then we also get a uh, oh here's an amazing, amazing amazing box set: uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons: The Lost Wave Four, uh, Lost Wave Four Pack. Sorry, <coughs> the uh, the Lost Wave of figures that uh, they're all Battlematic figures. 
Was oh, they were supposed to wave? be. Yep, they were second wave. Uh, so it's uh, Pulveri, Skyla, Kellick, who we've gotten a figure Kellick in the in the original Vintage in the first line, wave, yeah, but not Battlematic, not the Battlematic, uh, yeah, yeah right. and and Valkyr. Uh, uh, each figure is posable, and they all will have Battlematic action with accessories and signature weapons. You make it sound like that's an achievement. It's I, a little lever that moves. Uh, each each comes on an individual blister card, styled like the original figure line, and uh, will all be is packaged in a. Uh, uh, outer logo box, so they'll all come in a big box. But they're yeah, they're pretty, yeah, well, pretty, pretty amazing. Dave wants them really bad. Well, I do because these things weren't ever made. Will you open them? I really want if to you get that. two of them, if will I get you open two, them? yeah. No, if I get one set, I'll open it. Yeah, but but wow, uh, that's uh, that's what he looks like without his little cloak on. He's oh, got little that figure maybe. <laughs> like, not the vintage figure. That might have been the that might have been the concept because that's a completely different figure than yes. they made. Yeah. And of course, with his cloak, he looks like the original figure. Yeah, but then you take his cloak off, and you're I, like, I think, he's got I think that's actually based on the original art, ah, which I you can you. probably see in a. <coughs> um, I think you can see that in Blake's book. I got you. I've seen that picture before, but that's not what the figure looks right. like underneath. Skyla, Skyla is interesting because, like, the only way that the only place we ever heard of her was they made like small figures, like 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 little uh, miniatures. Yeah, like little PVCs. Little PVCs. And she's in that. Oh, neat! But she's not. She, yeah. So we knew that they were gonna. She's, we knew that she was a character. Right. They never. And then Pulverai, yeah, is on the back of the card. Yeah. There's like three, I think. Yeah. Of the giants on the back of the card. Yeah, it's kind of cool that they're doing those. That was. Uh... I mean, it's kind of cool, but it also sucks all the ass that it's a convention exclusive, <laughs> and I gotta like. I guess you. By this time next week, you're supposed to be able to order them yep. off of NECA. On NECA, yep. I'm sure that will be a <coughs> god awful nightmare that will make me. Curse. Well, we'll both try and being alive. Some, oh, some hey, habits. I'll take a second set. Um, they also showed off uh, pictures finally of War Duke and Grimsword. Uh, they're six inch scale, like yeah, ultimate I, uh, style figures. Those went up for order on Big Bad, and I was like, didn't I already get these? Yeah, these uh, they uh, had apparently I did not. Yeah, they hadn't released these yet, but these are the ultimate uh, versions of the D and D characters uh, from the first. Well, from uh, the first wave, is the second I wave. I think he's the second wave. Yeah, yeah. he's the second wave because he his shield had a firing thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they look magnificent. They look nice. Yeah. I know they're not your scale, but will you buy them? They're already ordered. They're already ordered. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's D&D, man. That's right. Well, that's one thing we don't have pictures of, and I'm pretty sure you don't have an article about, is I was I was looking through <laughs> the, the pre-orders for uh, uh, for Big Bad, and there's this, like, there's this whole listing for uh, reaction critical role figures. Oh, yeah. From, from season two. And I'm like, when did this happen? Yeah. So I'm like... Because season two, I I really love the characters. Right. Season one has a great story, right. which obviously got translated into the cartoon or a chapter of it. A chapter of it. Uh, but I, I the, ironically, and as our dear friend Mike Blanchard pointed out, they did pops for the first group of characters. Right. For, and I, when they came out, I was like, oh hey, and, and as I'm looking, I'm like, you know, the only one I would really want. To, to have as a figure would probably be Grog. Because the characters are okay, but like... Eh. But the second, the second season, one of the... Fa- I, I've said this before on the show, I'm sure, is is all the characters got... Because it was now a show and a thing, right. all the characters became much more <clears throat> amped up. And yes, more animated, More dynamic, yeah. more actory. Right, right, right. Except, ironically, see, this is the funny thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to yammer about Critical Role whether you like it or not. That's fine. Um, like the, the one guy, uh, Talison, like he kind of ramped his up to like 11. Right. Right. And, uh, 
But everybody else was ramped up to ten. Uh, and his character got killed off, like, early on. And there's a whole amazing twist to that. Like, at first you're like, oh, that sucks, but he had to make another character. And people are like, well, was that the plan all along? I'm like, if you watch the show, that was not the plan all along. Right. Because the second character almost gets killed pretty early on, and he's mad. But what was brilliant is that he realized that everybody had these really amped up, colorful, dramatic characters, right? So he made his, like, the dude from uh, Big Lebowski. Yeah, Big Lebowski. So he's very calm yeah. and very centered and, and very, <coughs> you know, very still. And it was brilliant. And he's, like, one of my favorite characters because he's the, the calm center of the storm of all the craziness. Right. So I was just like, I want all these characters! <laughs> Except for one, I'm not, I'm not going to start fights, but there was one I'm like, hey, I don't care about her. Um, I've already got the figure from Avatar. I don't need it. Yeah, I don't need it. Actually, I don't because I want the character from Avatar. But... Uh, Neca showed off a picture of the uh, Turtles Michelangelo's The Mummy Box. Okay. Which the box looks, looks great. Yeah, the box looks great. I think the figure looks great. Oh, the figure, yes. Yeah. I did not mean to diss the figure. I was just complimenting the box. But, uh, and of course, we're also getting Donatello's Invisible Man, and there's still one more that they haven't announced yet. And it looks like it's going to be Splinter as uh, um, um, uh, Hunter of Dracula. Um, um, oh, uh, Van Richten? No, not Van Richten. No, no, Van Helsing. Van Helsing, yeah. Van Richten's D&D. It's going to be Splinter as Van Helsing, which is kind of interesting. It's weird. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right, well. So he hunts him down and kills him. Yeah. Uh, Hasbro had some Marvel Legends reveals while we were gone, including... Uh, a Fantastic Four cartoon uh, Fire Lord, based on the the, the back the, the card back based on the yeah, old he, cartoon he, there series. There was a vintage Fire Lord figure. Yep, yep there was. I went to his day. Uh, I don't. I don't care. You know, are you going to get this Fire Lord? No, no, I don't care about him. Uh, one of the the Marvel Legends, uh, like the Kinner right. style yeah. as a Sentinel. Already ordered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, an Iron Man '90s animated card back of War Machine. Now the one I, I I hope they keep up with that because there's a there's an Iron Man figure from Toy Biz that I love which I think is called the Samurai. Yeah, it's like right. green armor. Yeah, <laughs> dog. Uh, Marvel Legends 60th anniversary Japanese Spider Man. Sure our friend uh, Das is super happy about. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Are you gonna order that? No. 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 I figured you would because it's Why? it's a unique Spider Man. I don't need every Spider Man. Fair enough. Fair I enough. I am trying to get out of. Uh, true. True. Legends. Uh, and then we get a Toy Biz uh, vintage card back, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Bombastic Bagman. Yeah, I know. I think Das is pretty. I think Das is pretty excited about that one too. Yeah. Are you gonna get Bombastic? I Bagman? might get. I might get <coughs> Bagman. Well, okay, Spider-Man. That's that's literally after they they got the Venom the, uh, Saga. They got the they, well. They, no, it's before the Venom Saga. Is it's, it? it? It's it's still the symbiote. Oh yeah, it's still his symbiote. It's right when they get it off of him, oh, okay. and he's you know Reed Richards gets it off of him, <coughs> but he doesn't have a costume. Right. So they give him the Fantastic Four outfit, and he's like, "But what about my face?" So then they, 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 this is actual continuity. Yeah, it is. Like it's actually in continuity. Yeah. That he flew around New York with a bag on his head. He did. And then we're getting a Mojo World four pack that comes yeah. with a new Mojo, uh, Dazzler, Longshot, and a Chibi version Wolverine, which. They have the little... Looks nothing like the X Babies. Wolverine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was that, thinking that too. That, that pisses me. They should do an X Baby set. I agree. Like an accurate X Baby set. I agree. Uh, we're getting a Falcon of the Winter Shoulder Soldier. That I can't Carter. Talk. Sharon Carter. Yeah, we're not like we didn't give a lot of info about that wave, but it's another Disney Plus wave because it's got the uh, What If the, Ultron. Yeah, the build of figures, the What If Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's the first figure I think we've seen out of that wave. Yeah, I officially. believe so. Yeah, there might be another one. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. 
some of the Star Wars stuff, uh, figure wise, we got uh, the uh, we know the next uh, Haslab is going to be a Force FX Elite lightsaber of the Star Wars Black Series Reva, the third sister. Good luck from Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, no shit. I'm like, really? This is what you guys are wasting Haslab on? Is this shit like? Wouldn't that just sell in the fucking store? Would it? I mean, not for five hundred dollars. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's... Is that like uh, an FX quality? Yo, it, it is. It is. It is. It's FX Elite. Yeah. So. For an FX thing, it's, it's... I guess it's a decent price. I don't yeah. want it. I don't know. I don't have any of the FX uh, sabers. sabers. I don't blame you. Uh, we also got uh, Star Wars Black Series fifth brother and fourth sister figures revealed. <clears throat> <clears throat> Wait, is that is that Reva or is that somebody else? No, that's the fourth sister. Okay, she, she's other... in the she's in the episode second episode. Is she? Yeah. She looked completely different. <coughs> she it's because it was all dark. She, no, she looked all set about. It. She had stuff on her face and she had like a weird thing on no, her head. She's, she's got stuff on her face. You just can't see in that picture that well. Okay. Uh, and then we get the uh, we got the Grand Inquisitor figure revealed for the Black Series. But it doesn't look like a CGI counterpart. This, mm-hmm. this show's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm an angry fan. Sir. I'm on my YouTube channel complaining. Sir. That's not what he looked like, sir. He doesn't look anything like his CGI counterpart. This show is stupid. <sighs> uh, Mesco's 112 Collective uh, figure showed off a uh, classic style Amazing Spider-Man Deluxe Edition. Uh, very kind of Steve Ditko. Yeah, very. Uh, Especially with the, 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 the head. Peter Parker head, yeah. And the, and the Spider-Man head, indeed, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. But uh, he comes with some cool stuff. He looks really good. Uh, he's got uh, one head that's got light up eyes, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, but he also, he comes with a, uh, uh, a Spidey symbol base. And then yeah. he comes with a bunch of like uh, like web stuff, including like the, he's got a little web backpack and a shield and a, a yeah, parachute. Old, old school spider yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, one web slingshot, one web loop, um, one web mask. So it's kind of cool stuff, and then he's got uh, uh, he's got a uh, Spider Sense FX that fits uh, on the posing post that can go around Peter Parker's head. That's cool. He comes with Peter Parker's camera, uh, Spider Tracers, and the Spider Tracer receiver. So we're talking like Ditko, like yeah, really old. Um, and then a, a crumpled up mask that he can hold in his hand. So for Spider Man, no sp- more. Yeah, Spider Man, no more. You need the garbage can. Yeah, it's it's a cool looking figure, man. It, it's yeah, it's, we haven't really talked much about like I. I was like, is Mesco still cranking that shit out? Apparently yeah, they are. No, they are. Um, and the the head portrait that's like half Peter Parker, half Spider-Man is really well done. Oh, yeah. Well, it's... Yes, it is well done. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> and then they also got... Uh, they also announced a classic Green Goblin to go along with. Uh, and again, a deep... Steve get, uh, Steve, uh, Ditko uh, Green Goblin. <clears throat> With the Norman Osborn, uh, the classic uh, head portraits. Yeah. And then, of course, the classic goblin face. <clears throat> but he comes with all kinds of stuff. He comes with a messenger bag, a ghost bomb, and a frog bomb. <laughs> yeah, the original Green Goblin was almost kind of goofier yeah. than, than what he became. Uh, he got a goblin mask that he can hold, uh, three throwing bats, and a sparkle blast FX. Uh, thrown pumpkin FX, six pumpkin bombs, smoking pumpkin bomb, a flaming pumpkin bomb. His glider, uh, a glider stand with thruster FX. So he comes with all kinds of cool stuff. Um, he's really neat looking too. Uh, $112. Yeesh. We'll ship between December and February of next year. 
December of this year, February of next year. Gotcha. So, yeah. Uh, Super 7 showed off uh, Power Rangers Clear Super Cyborg Dragonzord. Um, so it's basically just a clear shell you can take off and see the inner workings of the Dragonzord, including a Green Ranger in the pilot seat. Uh, I mean, was this ever actually in an episode? No, no, okay. it's just well, part I mean, of their... It's concept. It's part of their super cyborg stuff that they're doing. You know, on the one hand, it's any concept, and on the other hand, it's yeah. like everything's clear except the middle part. Like, you yeah, should except, have a whole interior skeleton. Yeah, I agree. That's um, weak. I'm going to guess that if they'd have done the whole interior skeleton, it would have been an even more expensive figure. Because no, as it sits, oh, it's an $85 figure right now. So, yeah. Sorry that I wanted you guys to do your jobs. Right? Uh, Storm Collectibles teased their next Mortal Kombat figure in the shape of Liu Kang with his uh, dragon animality. Uh, it's a big old posable dragon that goes with the Liu Kang figure, which is kind of neat, which apparently uh, people were saying that we saw this dragon like four years ago or something like that from Storm. Sure. And they weren't sure when it was going to come out and then everything and then the world went uh, to yeah shit. I was going to say there's always this little asterisk you got to put yeah, in there for then, 20 then, through then the world went to shit oh I forgot the other Hot Toys thing was uh, <clears throat> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness uh, Scarlet Witch hmm. which uh, is a very nicely done uh, Scarlet Witch um, who comes with uh, actually comes with interchangeable hairstyles hmm. so instead of different heads you can actually pop the hair off put different hair on her um, she That's comes fun. with a luminous reflective effect uh, in her eyes um, she has a candle diorama, uh, a dream walking spell effect, some spell stuff for her hands. Um, she can actually sit like cross-legged on her little display thing, so it looks like she's floating. Yeah. Uh, she comes with the uh, the dark hold and a bunch of bunch of hands. Cool. Yeah. She's uh, she's pretty neat looking. Uh, I really like the Scarlet Witch. Okay. She's okay. Yeah, she's alright. Uh, Playmates <coughs> showed off uh, their. Uh, new two packs uh, with Capcom and Nickelodeon combining forces for Street Fighter vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. So we get a Leonardo and uh, Ryu two pack, which again they're just reusing those terrible, terrible like classic style turtle molds they did years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> and we get a Michelangelo vs. Chun Li. Okay. So Aren't there are four turtles. Uh, we are going to be getting uh, also Guile versus Raphael and Ken versus Donatello. Okay. And then these are the first two sets are set to arrive this fall, which will be Mikey, Chun Li, Leo, Ken, or Leo Ryu. Leo Ryu? Yeah, Ryu. Leo Ryu. Uh, Super 7 with the upcoming release of Disney Pixar's Lightyear. Uh, they are actually releasing an enlistment bundle of figures that are. Um, you know, three and three quarter inch classic Star Wars style reaction type figures of Elisa Hawthorne, Buzz Lightyear, Socks, and Mo Morrison. Uh, but they all come with the uh, Mo Morrison. Okay, no, right. They all come with a bunch of uh, bunch of cool stuff like uh, stamps and uh, a patch. But it's like the early bird set for Star Wars, basically. Mm. So it comes with like a little stand that can go on. That's basically the idea behind it. Is it's the early bird set for Lightyear. <coughs> so you know. Mm. All the popular spacey movies need an early bird set these days. Okay. Yeah. Except all the toys are already out, so it's kind yeah, of a they late are. bird. They really are. Uh, actually, they are. It is a reaction set. I'm sorry. I did not realize it was a reaction set until I, I read it. I thought you, li- you said it. <coughs> I said reaction style figures. I didn't realize they were reaction sets. Uh, that Mo Morrison is actually Taco Watiti's character in the film. Wow. Mm. I'll I, try to contain my excitement. I know things. 
Uh, Mondo revealed their Series 2 of Rick and Morty figures. Uh, so Series 2 will get... Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, the standard set for $140 includes uh, uh, Morty with a Meeseeks. Uh, Morty comes with... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He comes with uh, two different heads. He comes with the... Uh, oh God, what episode was that? They were in the... Uh, they were in the Mad Max world, and Rick injected Morty with DNA of some like fighter, but it just gave him his arm, and the that. arm was sentient. Remember vaguely. <clears throat> uh, Me six will come with a Me six box and a thing of cabbage for some reason. Mm. Uh, the Mondo exclusive edition uh, will come with an extra Me six Morty, the other Me six, and uh, Mister Poopy Butthole. So uh, yeah, we get a we get a poopy butthole, Mister Poopy Butthole. Those are uh, those are expensive. Oh, Mondo okay. exclusive sets one hundred and fifty. The standard set is one hundred and forty. <coughs> God, it sounds like you're, it sounds like it would be worth it to fight your way through to try to get the exclusive. Yeah, set. from Mondo. Yeah, there ain't no shit. Uh, of course, they'll join the the series one that I think is already out, uh, which was just Rick and Morty. <coughs> but Morty had the. Uh, um, the mind blower helmet, Morty's mind blowers, yeah, and then the the mind blower tubes and a bunch of other stuff. So, and then the deluxe one, you actually got uh, Evil Morty, um, you got Pickle Rick, you got a Plumbus, you got one of the rats, <laughs> uh, you got a burping head for for Rick. So, yeah, the Mondo stuff's cool, but shit's hard to get a hold of, man. I think that's all the toy news. I think we're caught up on toy news. I believe we are, David. Well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, Didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, if you have not watched Obi Wan Kenobi yet, or are waiting for the whole series, like to be Dave, in, <laughs> uh, turn the show off now so you're not spoiled by anything we talk about. You were pleasantly pleased. Uh, sort of. Like it was a it was a long way round. I because I had been really excited. I thought the tra- I thought the trailer looked cool, right? And I was I was looking forward to it literally until I saw the Andor trailer, and and as I said earlier, that kind of story appeals to me more than, than Obi Wan. Well, the, not Obi Wan. Like I like I like uh, McGregor as the character. <clears throat> yes, but. Just the whole idea, you know, you know Obi-Wan doesn't die, you know Luke doesn't die, you know Owen doesn't die, <coughs> you, you know the fates of all these characters. Right. It's like, oh, Obi-Wan's going to face off against Hayden Christensen's Darth Vader. Nothing's going to come of that. Right. Because we know... We know what happens. And the, only, the only reason that, we wanna, that I want to see that scene is to figure out how they turn themselves into a pretzel to make, to, so that it doesn't completely screw up the scene in a new Absolutely, yeah. Like, so... So while I, I was interested and it looked cool, the story itself really didn't hold a lot of... You know, I mean, the thing about the Andor story, the Andor show, isn't the story. Because, again, we know that Cassie and Andor dies on Scarif. Right. So we know how it ends, but, but the, those glimpses into the world right. were, were, were interesting. We're more interesting than whatever the story's going to be. Yeah. Because the story's going to be that he's from some simple little planet. I mean, it's pretty clear from, you know... And and he gets invaded. You know, the, he, he he turns against the empire and blah blah blah. Yeah. His journey. Yeah. 
Which is not bad, but like that, the story is less interesting. That's to more me. interesting to you than Obi-Wan. well, the the, the the glimpses of the world are more interesting than the glimpses because again, it starts on Tatooine, yeah. which we've been on a billion times. But all that being said, I really I found myself kind of on the edge of my seat. I was really interested in what was going on. I right. was interested in the you know a good storyteller can tell you a story where you kind of already know the ending. I mean, Marvel Marvel's whole freaking thing is old canon is basically telling you a story that you pretty much know right right you know iron man wasn't going to die to iron monger right every now and then you get like you get a curveball like like end game or, or iron man dies but i think a lot of people expected that because of the contract but but generally especially like the first or second film you're, you're the good guy's gonna win yeah so so you, but uh a good storyteller can still make that compelling yeah and and you know you've got that beginning of the tension between owen and obi-wan and you've got I, I love that whole bit with the Inquisitors coming in. Like, it starts... We should start with... Well, it's, it opens it with opens this great a, look back at the prequels that make you go, oh, shit, that made the prequels actually look really good. Yeah, from, from the clips yeah. they show. Yeah, it was, like, it was like previously on Star Wars. It's like, wow, the prequels are pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, they're not really. They're not no, really no. Really. Well, yeah, like... like I was, They have shiny moments and then lots look, of... Look, uh, if, if you've got a kid and you want to get him into Star Wars, just show him that, that opening thing from Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, this is what happened before. Yeah. This is all the cool stuff. Uh, and then we opened up on Coruscant. On Coruscant during the uh, per during the Jedi Temple purge yeah, during of, of the, Revenge of the Sith. Except during the, uh, and we specifically we, we we kind of zoom in on a balcony in the Jedi Temple, and you see a group of younglings train. And the first youngling will turn out to be important later. Yes, and they're being trained by a Jedi Master. And then you hear the uh, the doors open up, and then the five hundred first come in, and they start shooting. Yeah. So the, the the Jedi Master is trying to like get the kids out. And she gets taken down, and the kids are alone. Like, what are we gonna do? And someone's—I'm pretty sure it's the girl—says, "Run!" Yeah. And they run. Um, and then it flashes for ten years, and Obi Wan's living on Tatooine. Yep. And actually, starts with the Inquisitors coming to some random—I assume Anchorhead. Um, it's, it's not Mos Eisley. I think no. it's Anchorhead. And to a bar looking for a Jedi. Yeah, because you can see like scars on the wall. Yep. And the Inqui- the the high grand. The Grand Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor gives the speech from the, the trailers about how the Jedi Code is an itch and they their compassion is their undoing and yeah, they can't yeah. they can't help themselves. It's yeah. a great speech. And then it turns out this the it turns out there's a different Jedi there. Who, yeah. Who's who's I guess there's a couple Jedi there who have come there to like find Obi Wan, really. Yeah. Um and they get him and you find out that there's this one Inquisitor, the the, the third sister, Reva. She's the girl from the beginning. She's the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. The Jedi young. We're pretty girl. sure. Oh, there's no question. Um, there's absolutely no question. Yeah. Um, but uh, and she's obsessed with Obi Wan. She's oh, like, like, I want to find Obi Wan. And they're like, look, this, our job is to find this guy and do this. Yeah. We're not looking. We're not looking for Obi Wan. She is. She's obsessed with it, which I I think is going to go back to the whole her being a Jedi. I <laughs> I, I think there's going to be something well, about when she to was... jump to jump ahead. At one point, the Grand Inquisitor tells her, um, "You you think that doing this will will bring you uh, closure? Will bring you prestige? I'll bring you yeah, and it won't because where you came from, you're like it's not. Oh, we what, found you out of the gutter, yeah. yeah which is not, why it's her. She she yeah. fled and got into the. <clears throat> Basically, she wants to bring Obi Wan to Darth Vader. Like hundred percent. That's yeah. that's why she wants to bring him personally to Vader, so she will be made. Well, we don't know what she wants well, out of it, yeah. except for prestige. Yeah. Um, Although they do specifically, it was interesting. Like I, one thing I never knew about the Inquisitors, I've never watched Rebels. I just I 
I don't know. I just I got burned out on Clone Wars. I'm like I'm tired of the CGI shows. Right. But I did not know that the Inquisitors are former Jedi. Yeah, they're all former Jedi that, that, have, that have turned. I mean, I knew turned. they had Force powers. Yeah. That have, that have turned and are hunting their own. Yeah, they've they've, they've been seduced to the dark side. Yep. And, yeah, it's so it's it's pretty wild. Um. Great great characters though. Um. But yeah, we get back. You know, Obi Wan's living this this. Normal life. Working. I was surprised. They're like he. There's this giant crash space whale, and there's like this whole industry of like mining the meat out of him. Yeah, and he's he's working on the assembly line, cutting the meat. And I'm like, <clears throat> I did not realize Obi Wan one was gonna have a job. Yeah, right. Like, and he he cuts the meat. He takes a little piece because he's got his easy OP. Yep. That he wants to feed. Uh, he rode off with at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yep. Uh, and of course, the whole thing is the Inquisitor had given a speech. About you know when you see injustice, the Jedi will will can't help himself, and of course, immediately one of the workers is shortchanged, and the, the boss is like, ah, get out of here, I'll beat you up. Right. And you see Obi Wan like, oh, I want to do, so, I want to, yeah. I want to do something, but he doesn't. His because his goal is to protect Luke. His goal, everything is about protecting Luke. Yeah. And that means completely suppressing every other instinct he has. Yeah. Um. Because he goes to check up on Luke and Owen. Yeah. That well, and, that's just, his daily routine is he works at the whale mine. Yeah. And he goes to Anchorhead. I'm pretty sure it's Anchorhead. Uh, and feeds his little Yopi. And then he rides out and he checks up on Luke. Makes sure Luke's okay. And then he goes to his home, which is not his house in A New Hope, but like a cave. Yeah, it's like a cave. And then there's, there's a little Jawa guy that shows up. He's, he's got some stuff. Obi-Wan had wanted a toy for Luke. And he, the, there's this cute little bit where the, you hear this clang and the job yeah. is like, something wrong with your moisture evaporator? And it's like, yeah, you stole my power board. No, he's like, actually, uh, parts right. keep getting stolen. I need a new control board. And the Jawa gets all the excited Jawa and laughs, pulls it yeah. out and hands it to Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan's like, now, in the future, if you're going to steal from me, could you at least clean them? And the dro- and the Jawa sits there for a minute and then he, he says, uh, cleaning's, cleaning's extra. <laughs> you're like, it was a cute happy. moment. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of little details. Um, so, and then Obi-Wan actually sneaks to the homestead at night and leaves the toy behind. Yep. And <coughs> the next he, day, oh, well, he's riding back and he gets approached by this other Jedi who's yeah. like, I, Master Kenobi, I need your help. And he's like, I, you're the wrong person. I don't know who you think. Yeah, he's my like, name's Ben. He's like, Obi-Wan. He's like, no, my name is Ben. And he's like, you have to help me. And he shows him the lights, his lightsaber. And he's like, if I were you, I would take down into the middle of the desert, bury it, walk away and forget that life and just stay low. And he rides off, and the Jedi's like, you know, what the hell? He's like, you were a great Jedi once, Obi-Wan. And he just kind of looks at him, and he's like, that's not my name. And he rides off, and you're like, okay. Um, The next day, he goes about his business, cutting up meat, feeding the Opie. Uh, He gets back to... Touch Station. Not Touch Station. (coughs) He gets back to Anchorhead, and there's that Jedi. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah. The Jedi is, uh, is hanging... From the above the street, dead. Is that who that was? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, that's later because that's that's after he he gets there and Owen shows up and like throws the toy at him. Oh yeah. Says it you know first, like, yeah. leave leave us alone. Yeah. We don't want yeah. anything to do with you. There's the famous line from the trailer. You know, one day I will have to train the boys. Yeah. Like, he he has he, to be trained. Like he trained his father. Like he trained his father. And then the I guess the Inquisitors hadn't left because <clears throat> they show up and uh, Reva, the third sister. She fixates on Owen because she can sense that he's hiding secrets and knows something. Yeah. And she threatens to kill him. She threatens, she threatens, she's like, she I says, will kill this man and his family unless you come forward and tell me where this Jedi is hiding. And then the Grand Inquisitor stops her. 
Is it the Grand or is it the other guy? Yeah, it might be the, it might be the he, second. He's got like, yeah, he's got like this other guy. With, might be with the, the second hat. brother. Yeah. We'll call him Hat. Yeah. Who is actually played by the guy that, uh, I don't remember his real name, but he plays Han in the Fast and Furious series. That's, I recognized him in the makeup. I was like, wait a minute. I think that's, I think that's, that's not who I think it is. And I was like, oh, yep, sure is. You realize, considering the franchise we're talking about, I was very confused for a minute. Yeah, I know. Although I thought you were talking about the the, the Han the, from the, the Bat Solo yeah, movie. Yeah, no, not, not him. Um, but yeah, they stop her and they basically, you know, they get her to calm down and walk away from it. Yeah. And they basically show the picture of that Jedi and if anyone's got any, you know, information, you know, let us know. And then the next day, that Jedi's hanging from the yeah, director's dead. Yeah, and I'm wondering... I, I feel like there was a slight missed opportunity there because did the did the uh, Inquisitors get him or did the town folk <laughs> right. kill him? Well, what's great too is is Ben walks up to Owen and says, thank you, Owen. He goes, I didn't do it for you. Yeah. Um, you could tell the relationship between Ben and Owen is not... Well, I mean, Owen's like, hey, thanks for dropping <clears throat> this kid off that like half the galaxy wants to find and yeah. putting, us in, putting me and my wife in the crosshairs. Yeah. Speaking of which, we get to go to Coruscant. We do. Do we go? Uh, oh, Alderaan. We go to Alderaan. We go to Alderaan. Which sorry. was which was really cool because that first shot of Alderaan, it, uh, there's a there's a book, one of my favorite Star Wars books, which is the Art of Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah. And a lot of that, that a lot of the art in that book was done just for the book. Right. And the, there's a shot of Alderaan. Yeah. And that's the first that's shot. The first shot. It's is the that, first yeah. shot. Yeah. It's um, like, that's how I knew. That's how I knew immediately it was Alderaan, and we we do get to well. Technically, we see a young girl getting dressed up for a formal yeah. thing, and uh, Bray Organa walks in, and then she realizes that the girl, because the girl's an alien, she has yeah. weird skin. She realizes it's, it's not, not Leia. It's not Leia. Yeah. And Leia's off running around. Leia's off in the forest with uh, with Lola. With the little bug robot we talked yeah. about earlier. Batteries yeah. not included. Um, so we get to meet little 10-year-old Leia. Princess Leia. Yeah. And she's... Uh, just, just Leia. Just, not, she's smart. She's sassy. She... Yeah. she well, she's she's different though because Leia was very. She takes her father's lessons to heart in the end. Yeah. About duty and protocol, and yes. I mean, she's still got that rebellious spirit, but she was always about kind of you know the importance of leadership and duty. That yep. was a big part of yep. her character. Yep. And this is this is the how she learns about the importance of blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, Dave, Dave, Dave's kind of over ten year old Leia. I, I enjoy. I, she's a little too. She's a little too. A little too on the nose. No, but she talks a little too much like an adult. Oh, like yeah. she's written a well, little. Well, there's a great line too at one point where where Ben goes, "How old are you?" And she goes, 10. He goes, "You don't talk like you're ten. No. And she goes, "Thank you." I kind <laughs> of like I, the early on. I I, I like the relationship between, between her, her and Ben, and ben yeah. where she's kind of sassing him for being like, "It's like okay, I will I will pretend to be your father." She's like, "More like grandfather." Yeah, more like grandfather. Yeah, she's she's He's sassy. Like, yeah, but I I think some of the dialogue <laughs> is a little too advanced. That's all I'm saying. But uh, yeah, so we meet her running around the forest. Realize that her and her mom don't have a great relationship, but her and dad do. Her, and uh, I think mom's more the disciplinarian, and yeah. dad's the fun one. Yeah, yeah like yeah. and and I think she relates to her dad a little bit better. But like, I don't think she, I don't think she dislikes her mom. I think mom's she, uh, just the one that likes because because she takes it to heart when mom says, "Look, you gotta make you gotta make what you can of it." I right. think she takes that to heart. Yeah. There's a there's a great so there's a party going on and and her her. her her mom's sister, the Organa, yeah. is from another part yeah. of the whatever are coming, and her cousins are there, and her older cousin, like, is a she, douche. Well, she thinks one of the droids, and he's like, "You think you're droids?" And she's like, "She yeah. thinks she, she thinks, thinks the silver three PO unit, yeah, from the beginning of a new hope." Yep. 
because you see C-3PO in the yeah, background, yeah. like, but you, the silver, because if, if fans know, you see R2, 3PO, and a silver one yeah. walking to, and I, there's a designation for that one, because of course they have the toy. Right. But like, it's this, like, I'm like, oh, it's a silver one. Yeah. Um, you know, like you know that I, you know, you can't watch this with me because it would be a miserable experience. Because oh, yeah. I'm pointing out every, yeah. it's like, look, it's a scurrier from the special edition yep. on the rock. Yep. Uh, Which they had. They, uh, she has this. That was one of my. Fa- that's actually one of my favorite moments in that that first episode is, is her and her older cousin. Oh, she, she uses basically the, she uses fucking, the force to read his mind and like fuck with him. Oh my god, I don't think she realized. Of course, she doesn't realize she. she uses no, the it's a Harry Potter thing. We don't realize you're doing it. But uh, she's like. Uh, because he's like, he well, he's, this, he's like, you're not even condescending real speech. Yeah, and she's like, you're scared of your dad. You try so hard to please him because you're scared of him, and you think acting like him will make everyone fear you too. Well, his dad is it. But you're just scared as well, and you're like, oh. I don't know. He must be the only person who's scared of his dad because his dad's a weasley little yeah. douche. And uh, of course, she's getting reprimanded by mom and dad, and they're like, you need to apologize. You have to apologize. Ah. Uh, and, and there's a wonderful and, little moment between a very weird looking Jimmy Smith that just looks very I don't know maybe it's my TV but he something he looks weird yeah but he has but he has this great moment where he's bonding with her and saying when I was a kid I wanted to live out beyond yep. the mountains yep. and live in the woods and be free and she's like what happens I'm like, well I grew up and I start chasing your mom instead and like there's 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 and she's like I'm not really an organa and he's like never say that yeah you are my child and yeah. I'm like God bless him yeah like that was a great moment. Well, so instead of going back to the party, she runs off, and of course, this is a well, great she's, moment. No, 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 not go back to the party. Well, I don't know. She's supposed to go apologize. Yeah, and she leaves. She and then leaves. Of course, the next shot is she's running out. Well, and, and the next shot is, and the next shot of that is Bale going to, to his wife, going, "Yeah, she's gone. Yeah, she's gone." <laughs> One thing you forgot to mention is the first time she's in the woods, you see from behind some creepy somebody dude watching her, watching her. That creepy dude comes back, and it's Flea. And it's I'm like, Flea. Oh, it's Flea from Renato. I know. Conference. It's like, oh my god, it's Flea. What the hell? I'm like, that's awesome. Uh, Flea and his little minions kidnapper, including deep lore. You again? You can never oh, watch I this. The girl bounty hunter is a Faleen. I'm I'm ninety percent sure because she looks exactly like it. Which are the species that Zizor was in oh, Shadows of the Empire? Oh. Star Wars lore. Star Wars. Um, so they kidnap her. You find out she's they they, they kidnapped her. Uh, basically for Reva, because Reva knows... Well, okay, you don't find out in the first... Like, the first episode ends with her in their ship being taken away. Yep, yep. Uh, the second episode, of course, you find out that uh, they, they basically kidnapped her on behalf of Reva. Reva's paying them, uh, because Reva knows that if they kidnap her, they'll lure out Obi-Wan, because she knows Obi-Wan has a connection to Bail Organa. Yeah, but they were friends. And, of course, Bail contacts Obi-Wan on an old uh, uh, comlink. Yeah, old old Je- the old yep. Jedi yep. from episode one? Uh-huh. Uh, and basically tells him, you know, pleads with him to help. And Obi's one's like, find anyone else. Well, it's like, I'm not Batman anymore. Yeah. I can't do it. My duty is to protect the boy. And they're like, but this, she's just as important as the boy. Yeah. Um, and he's like, find anyone else. Uh, and of course, later in that episode, Bale shows up in his cave. Well, we don't expect that. Yeah. And and convinces Obi-Wan to go find her. Um, he's like, we found their ship. We know where they're going. You need to go get her. Uh, and so Obi-Wan... Wait, maybe, because, okay. What? I'm an old man who's easily confused. Yes, because the episode no, the episode ends with that. That's all in the first episode. Because the episode ends with oh, with him getting on the ship, getting on the ship. Yeah, um, yeah, that's all in the first episode. I'm old, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gets on Who the, the ship. Who the fuck and, is the Obi Wan? <laughs> he gets on the ship and goes after him. And of course, the second episode picks you missed, up. You missed something. I, I'm sure you wanted to talk about, which is that Obi Wan goes into the desert. 
and finds a random sand dune and digs it up, and there's a box. Oh, and there's a box, yeah, because he goes to dig up his lightsaber. Well, which has his lightsaber and, and Anakin's. Anakin's. Yeah, because he took Anakin's in episode three. You, which they had to film a special extra pickup shot because Lucas forgot that whole yep. plot point. <laughs> yep. Um, and he put he had both lightsabers in that box. Um, Which I was that was that was one moment the episode lost me just the time I I know it's a callback to what he said to the other Jedi, but it's like you clearly don't understand how sand works because 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 one minute that box could be sitting out there just completely exposed the next minute it's buried under like the, the yeah. sand shift yeah so that was a little hokey but yeah whatever whatever it's Star Wars um, yeah he goes out and digs the lightsabers up which was a neat little moment. Um, and of course, Anakin's is sitting there next to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he goes on the ship. He goes to this planet. I forget the name of it. It's some scummy criminal planet. It's, yep. it's Planet Blade Runner. He uh, he gets he gets a free gift of uh, spice given to him by his actual daughter. His in, real, in real oh, life. Ewan McGregor's real life daughter um, has a little cameo. Is the little spice because at one point he's like, "I'm looking for this girl." Um, you know. He's and she tells daughter, him, it's a, there's a great line about that. He's a daughter of a friend of mine, and yeah. she's like, "Well, if she comes here, she's never leaving." Yeah. I I was I was somebody's daughter, daughter once, yeah. yeah. And you're like, "Oof!" Yeah, I didn't even, like like in retrospect, that's kind of an even cooler line. Yeah, it is. Um, she gives him a free sample of space drugs, which spice. again, I was like, and then she's like listing off listing off all the different. I'm like, dude, they screwed up the entire plot of Solo. Just so they wouldn't have to deal with Star Wars drug running, and now yeah. we got this. Now we got Star Wars drug running. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! So he finds. Well, he he gets approached by this little kid, and she's like, "Sir, do you need help?" And he's like, "I'm looking for a girl." And he's like, "I know a Jedi," and he's like, "That's impossible. The Jedi are dead. They're all gone. They're a dying breed." And he's like, "Not all of them." And of course, we we get introduced to. <laughs> Cal Penn. Uh, Cal Penn is a Jedi, which is great because immediately wow. you're like. Oh, he's not a Jedi. I didn't think that. Really? I it, it took me a minute. It's to... Cal Penn. I'm like, oh, he ain't no Jedi. There's something fishy going Dude, on here. Dude, man, it's 2022. Um, Carrot Top could be a Jedi. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, but of course, he's saving. Uh... And to be perfect, uh, to be perfect. <laughs> so the whole thing is this: this he's he's trying to help this woman whose son is force sensitive get off the planet. So yep. he does this whole very elaborate. Jedi mind trick thing with yeah. an officer at the yeah. space station and and yeah, in retrospect it's very sketchy. It is. Uh, and then they leave and that's he, he calls on the thing and that's when you get the sense that he's not a real yeah. Jedi. Although oh, I was always I was always a little like even at the end I was always a little on the fence whether he really was or not. Yeah. Or he's just faking it. And then Obi Wan comes in and they have this great uh, interaction between one another where Obi Wan's like, "You're not a Jedi." Yeah. And he's like, "How do you know?" And he's like. Magnets are an amazing thing. Yeah, he, he pulls little controls off from yeah. his sleeves. Uh, it's this great moment. And he's like, look, I, I really did help that family. Like, I, I did get them to safety. Now, he's like, because late in the episode, towards the end, he's like, and I like credits. I mean... Yeah, I do credits, like credits. Yeah, credits by lots of cool things. Yes. <laughs> but, uh... So he gives Obi-Wan some info. And Obi-Wan, uh... Basically, he's like, I could tell you where she's at, but uh, you can't get in there. And, of course, Obi-Wan finds out that she's being held in this, like, drug cartel. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah. The Walter White's fucking laboratory. Space laboratory. Uh, and he, he breaks in. Like space Blue. Um, yeah, using... like, he gets in, like, like considering, to be fair, it's a trap. Yeah. But um, he does get in very easily. Yeah. Well, he, I think he, 
I'm pretty sure he used the force in that scene. Oh, yeah, he used the force the to blow up a blow up a, a, a beaker. beaker full of colored fluid, yep, which which made everyone go ah. And then he stole a card key from a guy and walks through a door, and he gets stopped by these other two guys. He's like, uh, "Hey, where are you going?" He's like, "Oh, I'm, I've lost my way." And he goes, "Uh huh." And then Obi Wan like gets in this fight and he gets the shit beat out of him. He like, holds his own. I mean, he holds his own, but, but he gets beat up because oh, he's, he's, he's not really. He, he said he's not in practice. Yeah. Um, so he actually beats those two guys up and then he goes into the room where he thinks Leia's at and he goes to uncover it and it's just like, it's not real. It's like a shell of a human. And of course it's a trap and Flea and his little buddies come in. It's a trap! Flea and his buddies come in and they confront him. Uh, and you think you're about to get like... This might be the end of Obi Wan because they tell him Reva's on her way. Yeah, yeah, I, I, for I was like really worried, uh, and he might, he might die. Obi Wan, well, he had this this mask on because they're in this drug factory. Yeah, he had this mask on. And he had taken it off, and he reaches in a pocket and throws that thing of spice down, and it explodes everywhere. And he immediately puts the mask back on, and the other three just get like stoned out of their minds immediately. Do you, do you spice, bro? Bro, do spice, do, bro. Do you spice, 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 bro? Uh, and runs out the room. He ends up finding her. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a little mirror to A New Hope. Yep. And she beats the piss out of him, and he's like, ah, hey! He's like, I'm a friend of your father's! And she's like, how do I know you're telling the truth? Uh, he's like, you're going to have to trust me. Um, and they go racing out of there trying to trying to get out of there. He uh, buys her some new clothes so they can hide a little better. In the meantime, Reva's shown up, uh, finds out the three of them let him go. Well, they didn't let him go. They got drugged out of their they minds. They got drugged out of their minds. Um, and she concocts a plan right then and there to basically release the image to every bounty hunter on the planet. I don't know about right then and there because she she does it through Flea, so Flea has to like sober up. Right. But I think she goes to the. No, I think she has a scene with the Inquisitors. I, I, oh, is that that's the scene where they tell her she's got her trash, basically? Yes. Yeah. And they basically said, you know, stand down, get out of here. You're 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 off. Yeah. You're off the case. Yeah. Turn in your badge and your lightsaber. Yeah. Instead, she goes up on the roof and contacts Flea and says, do the John Wick th- thing from yeah, the end of John yeah, Wick 2. Yeah. And he does, and it's like the end of John Wick 2 where all the weird crocodile people and robots all get a thing about, get a text about, about the Obi-Wan. So they're all picking up their guns and looking for Obi-Wan. They're all looking for Obi-Wans. And, and there's a nice moment that I really like. So, so Obi-Wan's having a harder and harder time dealing with Leia. They run into a bounty hunter. He takes him out. Leia sees the little fob and the little image of Obi-Wan. And she's like, they're after you. Yeah. This whole thing was like to get you. Yeah. How do I know you're not? Yeah. This whole thing to get me was, was he used me to get to you. Yeah. And she freaks out and runs off. So he's chasing her through the city. Underneath the legs of a cameo by our Puppet friend Puppet of Ball. Woof, woof. What's this? I know. I, I saw your tweet. I saw your, not tweet. I saw your Facebook post on that. And I watched that episode. I'm like, the hell is he talking about? And then he ran into the thing and I went... Oh, now it's it, vintage Puppet of All, but it is like vintage Puppet. It looks like vintage Puppet of All. Everybody, I'm a hero. Thanks for learning that I was beautiful. Um, so she gets up on a roof. I love John Favreau. Okay, <laughs> sorry. And she gets up on a roof, and he chases up on the roof, and he, he gets. It's kind of cool because he gets, he gets hit attacked by, by this, this like, one bounty hunter and yeah. this other bounty hunter. That's like an. Uh, it's like a forelom or something. Like a forelom, yeah. yeah. I thought maybe it was the guy from Mandalorian, the, the oh yeah yeah the IT yeah. guy, uh, and then Cal Penn's up there too, but he didn't do anything. Yeah, but the, what what was really cool, what I really loved, was Reva's up on the roof. Yeah, and she sees the the, the battle in the distance, and she knows. 
Oh, yeah. She's like, she sees the crap going on. And that's why she was up there. She was looking for yep. some sign of a yep. fight. Yeah. She knows. And she immediately, like, books. I mean, she's too far away to get there in time. So right. like, booking over there. That was cool. But, uh, basically, he, he, Leia falls. Leia tries she goes to, to jump. jump. And she falls and grabs onto this line. And earlier in the episode, she's like, you're a Jedi. you're a Jedi, make me float. I want to float. Yeah. And he's like, uh, no. And she's like, then you're not a Jedi. And she falls, and of course, Ben uses the Force uh, with, with with great like uh, effort. Yeah, it's hard for him. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he stops her. He just gently floats her to the ground. And everybody, like, like it's funny because every other shot of these these alleyways are always deserted. But yeah. like the minute he uses the Force, there's like Everyone's a dozen like, people oh, in there. Fallen. She's okay. <laughs> but. Uh, Cal Penn shows up and he basically tells her, tells him, look, everything is cut off. There's, you know, everything, all the... Well, they're literally like all in an alleyway looking at the spaceport and they see the stormtroopers yeah. move in and the, and the Inquisitors move yeah, in. and he's like, everything is shut down except for that. It's automated. And yeah. he gives him an automation key. Yeah. And he's like, use this. It will get you here. There will be people to help you. And that's when he gives him the speech about, well, how can I trust you? He's like, look... I've done some bad things, but I'm not a bad person. He's like, I just well, like, I, like, I think the whole thing was, I've done some bad things, but I'm trying to be a better person. Yeah. I like credits. He's like, I like credits. You can buy cool things with credits. So Obi-Wan trusts him and goes after Leia, and they, you know, Leia's like, oh my God, you saved me. You really are a Jedi. And he's like, yes, yes, let's go. <laughs> and they run off, and about that time, uh, they get up to this place. Reva finds him. Well, Reva's been, Reva's been hot on their tail, and she yeah. finds Calpan. Yeah, she finds Calpan. Calpan's supposed like, to do like, I'm the, who you want. The, the Billy thing. Yeah. Like, or I'm going to stand here yeah. and block the way. I'm like, the Jedi you're looking for. What's the bounty on me now? One, two million credits? She's like, you're not a Jedi. And he's like, I am. And she's like, but you know where one's at. Yeah. And she uses the force to slam him against the wall. And he's got a great line. And was like, oh, that's not done with magnets, is it? <laughs> and, of course, she Jedi mind reads him and realizes where he sent yeah. Obi-Wan and Leia. And she goes running off after him, hot on their heels. Uh, makes it up there. And Obi-Wan tells Leia, look, go up there. Use the key. I'll be right behind you. Uh, if anything happens, you go. But I'll be right behind you. And she does. And Obi-Wan pulls out his lightsaber while Re- Reva's like... Monologue. Yeah. And that's when she tells him that that <coughs> Darth Vader and yeah, she's like, are still alive. Yeah, she's like, uh, Master Vader will be pleased. She's like, and he gets this look on his face, and she's like, oh, you didn't know, did you? Anakin Skywalker lives, Obi-Wan. He's alive. And Obi-Wan's just got this look on his face like, oh, fuck. It's a great moment of acting yeah. by him. Yeah, it's by spectacular. And then the Grand Inquisitor shows up. And he's like, stand down. She's like, but he's right there. And he's like, yeah, and I'm not going to let you let him escape. Uh, and he's like, again, sh- again, yeah. He's like, I'll show you how it's done. And then she just fucking runs him through with the lightsaber. And you're like, I literally went, oh, I was like, Whoa. so loud enough that Carrie went, are you okay? And I'm like, uh, uh-huh. I was like, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, well, this definitely takes place after Rebels. Yeah, I was like, well, I thought the Grand Inquisitor was going to be a bigger threat, but apparently I was wrong. Um, so they, uh, yeah, she runs him through, and then Obi Wan takes that moment to get up there. To the ship, and they take off while she's like, um, "We'll find you. We'll find you and destroy you." He'll find. Yeah, you. he'll find you. Um, and they take off, and then that episode ends with it flashes to Anakin in a back to tank with the Darth Vader breathing, and he opens his eyes and looks at the cameras, and you just get that, you know, the Darth Vader breath, and then it fades to black for that episode, and you're like, "Ah, ah, damn it! <laughs> I must have more." 
I think it's only I, it's I know, only, like I, it's only six episodes. Yeah, so there's four more. Yeah, but still, I was like, uh, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it was like, hey, I get it. Like the, at the end of the first one, I'm like, oh, what happens next? And I actually, I took a little break, and I came back. I'm like, oh yeah. And then after that one, I'm like, what happens next? Oh wait, oh, they're God not all it. here. Damn it, son of a bitch. Thought we lived in the future. Thought we were past this. So it was good. A series of good, good two episodes. I, you know, like I know people, <laughs> people complain about Book of Boba Fett, and I, I overall I like Book of Boba Fett. But yeah, I do think it was so soft. It, it had its. It was soft. Yeah. It was soft, and it was it was sloppy. But this was like really tight. I thought it was really good. I, I as a Star Wars fan, I love the stuff on Alderaan. I love the stuff, even though I keep talking about how weird Jimmy Smith looks. Yeah, I love the stuff with Bale. Yeah, uh, Ewan's great. I love. I, I think it's really cool. Like I, 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 it's much. It's weird because I literally went in to the show probably with the least amount of enthusiasm since it's been announced. Right. Right. Because it was announced, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I saw the first trailer, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I'm really excited. Yeah. And then Andor came out, and I'm like, oh, I'm more excited about that. Yeah. And then this was like, wow, this is really well done. Speaking of Book of Boba Fett, we skipped one little detail, which is that oh. they got Tamara Morrison. Yeah. To play a clone a, trooper, a clone commander, uh, a form, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's five hundred first too, because yeah. it looked like the the blue armor. But he's like uh, in that criminal planet, that sleazy criminal planet. He's just like this homeless veteran yeah. on the street, asking for yeah, asking for credits. Yeah, and Obi Wan stops and looks at him, and they have this like they, they have this moment. Yeah, I thought they were going to do something with that. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought for sure that he was going to recognize Obi Wan. I thought he was going to be like like cool and save him, at, you know, yeah. later on. Uh, but that that does go to show you that. By this point, most of the clones have probably been killed or... See, that's confusing because I'm not even sure if I said this on the podcast or before. No, you like, said it before. Like, in the super... Because there were the special editions and then there was the super special yeah. editions. And in the super special editions, they redubbed every Stormtrooper line with, with Tamara Morrison. Morrison. Yeah. So, like, the the Stormtroopers are supposed to be clones. Yeah. Not, uh, I think they're, like, not all of them. Right. Like, in the outer rim, the outer territories, like, they, they take conscripts. But, like, Stormtroopers are supposed to be clones, too. Yeah. So, very interesting. Very, very good uh, two-episode. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely hooked. I'm excited for the next one. I want to, I want to see where it goes. And I, 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 I like, I know there's going to be so much bitching about how the show is about Reva. Which number one I don't think is right. I think it's about Reva and, and Anakin, and, and not Anakin, uh, Obi Wan, yeah. and their relationship because they obviously have some pre-existing <laughs> thing. Yeah, I think it's gonna be about them, and I think because we don't know her fate. Right. This is why I like Clone Wars, the original Clone Wars, because right. you didn't know Ahsoka's fate. You didn't know that she was Filoni's little precious girl who's never going to die and is always going to be <laughs> right. come back in everything that Filoni ever writes. Right. Like. Because my whole thing was, what happens to her? How, how you know, what happens during Order sixty six? How, where, you know, because she's the X factor, and I always the fault with the prequels is that there was there was never a proper X. They focused on Anakin, right, and Obi Wan, but mostly Anakin, whose fate you know, and they should have focused on somebody whose fate you didn't know, and it should have been Padme. Yeah, it should have been Padme. It should have been Padme was the the main character, and then all the stuff was happening around her. You know, like like you would write a story, like 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 you would write Titanic, or you right. would write. A World War II story where you know how the battle ends. Yeah. Or a story about the Civil War where you know how the battle ends. And you know Grant and Lee. And, yeah. But, but you don't know this soldier, his story. Right. Um, like, a James, like a fucking James Michener book uh, where I all agree. these famous people show up. I agree. But, uh, um, <clears throat> but they didn't. They focus on Anakin. So it's like, well, you know that he gets burned and he becomes Darth Vader. Yeah. So there's not... You know a, what the end game is. There's no tension. 
With Padme, you didn't know. Well, with Padme, you didn't know, but she was also a diminished... By the third one, which seems to be a running theme in George Lucas-produced trilogies, the central female character was largely diminished. Yeah. I'm not saying Lucas's issues with women. <coughs> I'm just saying watch both how of many, those. How many marriages has he had? I think just two. Okay. I think he got div- he got divorced from Marsha, who actually I was surprised was an editor on Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. For uh, to to go on a slight diversion, I went down to St. Louis a couple weeks ago to see Return of the Jedi in concert. Oh, the concert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the St. Louis Symphony plays the score, and he's watched the movie. And I did not realize Marsha Lucas was still an editor on Star Wars because. Let's not get nasty, but like she, she and George had a very nasty divorce. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, like I, I think I think he was single for a long time and raised his adopted kids, and then uh, he's married. He's remarried recently. Okay. I think it's a recent remarriage. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think he's been. I mean, he may have been married before Marsha, but I don't think he was. He was pretty young. Look, I don't. I don't. Yes, funny story. I don't really so. like to know the personal details of these people's yeah. lives. Because I don't want it to color my experience of the... The only time it's ever really enhanced it was Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Right. Because you're like, okay, well that was like the most perfect casting in the history yeah. of Hollywood. And you wanted him to succeed. Yeah. But like, other than that, I don't, I don't like... Every time I see Harrison Ford, I think about how he divorced his wife who wrote E.T., for stupid Ali McBeal. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't yeah. like that I think about that. I don't, I don't like thinking, oh, this person has politics I don't like. I, I just want to see I, the character and enjoy I, myself. I got divorced and then I was going to make a museum and it was going to be in Chicago and... Uh... Well, okay, there's like a, <laughs> there's like 40 years difference there. It's, it's not exactly a one-to-one no, thing. No, 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 ha- that's how it happened. No, no, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got a really nasty divorce and then I raised my children. No, in, no. And then, then 40 years later I was going to do this really cool museum I that would have brought I... tourism dollars to Illinois. <laughs> they were dickholes. I think the reason he wanted to do it in Chicago is I think the wife is from Chicago. Yeah, I think so. Um, His current wife. His current wife. Yeah. Not Marsha. I, I think she was from Chicago. I think she is from Chicago. I think that's why he wanted to do it. Like, hey, how about I do something really cool for your... And they were like... Well, you know, they're giving, they were giving Obama... A hard time about building his presidential museum. Yeah. It's like, what is wrong with you people? Why do you hate money? Chicago's because clearly you don't hate money because you certainly take enough of ours. Yeah, Chicago just, they didn't want yeah. to, they didn't want their precious parking lot torn down. I know, right? That's a parking lot. Uh, yeah, that's why they want to tear it down because nobody's parking there. You know what I really think is that they weren't giving them enough money to tear down the parking lot. Oh, that could be. Ah, well, anyway. Well, gang, that is uh, going to wrap up this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe we'll talk about Stranger Things. Oh yeah. Depends on if Dave watches it. I'll be watching it this weekend. But uh, depends on if Dave watches it. We'll uh, we'll talk about the first part of season. You are four of probably Things. gonna have to like ride me on that. Yeah. Because because I'm gonna keep forgetting. Yeah. Like just let me know. Like after you watch, it, let me because uh, I don't want to put this. I love season three. I, I, you know, I didn't like season three. I, yeah. I, I didn't like it as much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that there's... Season three was a slow burn up into the end with the, the Battle of the Mind Flayer, which was, like, the, that. those last, like, two and a half episodes were amazing, because they had... I don't remember. They had great moments, and then they had the great comedy bit in the middle of all of it that was... People were like, this is dumb, and I'm like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Because I... the kids sang uh, Never Ending Story. That, Did, uh, that was, that was, you know what? Both sides of that argument are right. Yeah. It was an amazing moment, but in in context, it was stupid yeah, as hell. Yeah, it was yeah, stupid and inappropriate, yeah, yeah. but it was a great moment. It just did not fit. Well. It was a great moment for the reactions of everyone else because Hopper is Hopper and what's his face are in that that Russian tank. They just like look at each other like, 
this, this is our life now. This, this is what the world's going to be destroyed because we have to listen to them sing Never Ending Story. And then everyone in the car getting chased by the mind flares look at each other like, what are we hearing right now? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I think part of the problem is it's been so long. It has just, been. It's been two or three years? Yeah, it was supposed to come out the year of COVID hit, yeah. I think. So, so. I'm, I'm just like... <coughs> just, just what, what I was going to say is, you're generally a pretty... As, as this conversation has proven itself, you're a pretty easy mark. So, I am. So, so just let me know. If you really, like, what I'm saying is, if you really like it, right? Like, right. I'll, I'll give it a chance. Yeah. And I, I'll give it a chance anyway, because I'm curious. But like, like, if you go, oh, it's really good. I'll be like, okay, well, it doesn't completely suck. That's the thing. You're a good barometer. If you don't like something, clearly it's terrible. True. Because you're an easy mark. Right. On the other hand, uh, if I like I something, it's, it's probably pretty I, good. I think it's less than I'm an easy mark. You're an easy mark. Then I don't usually find... Like, people find so much negative in stuff, and I'm like... Well, that's eh, what being an not, easy mark is. Yeah, but I'm like, it's not all negative. I'm like, there's there's shiny moments in, in certain things. Like, except for Morbius. Morbius was a terrible film. No, but that's it. Morbius was... The, what made Morbius a terrible film is it wasn't a terrible film. Like a terrible film would be entertaining. Yeah, it was not like it. It was just a, a, a terrible film would be garbage. About kids of the movie, which is it was adequately. It was just adequate. It was yeah. just boringly. Everything was by the numbers. So yeah. There was nothing that stood out as being really bad. We're like, hey, we've got this, 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 this paint with diamonds kit, and we're not going to stray from any of it. We're just going to paint no. all the diamonds. <coughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll let you know. We'll we'll see what happens next yeah. week. Yeah. But uh, that'll wrap it up for Dave and I this week. Uh, oh, Dave will be back uh, maybe next week. Maybe. But we'll be back with an all new shoe. Uh, so make sure you tune in. Oh, oh, uh, oh, something that happened actually before we sign off. That uh, oh my God. something that happened. So this last Saturday, I was in Branson. Um, As one does. And with my wife, we took a little like mini weekend vacation, and we like to go to Branson because they've always got fun stuff to do that when we like it there. Um, but while we were there... That's weird, because we were literally making fun of, you don't like country music. <laughs> yes, I do And not. you're not a particularly religious yeah. individual. No, but they, there's some fun stuff there. Okay. Uh, but uh, while we were in Branson that Saturday night, uh, here in Springfield, Pinfall Wrestling Association had their uh, Grand Wrestling Spectacle Show, which is kind of like their big WrestleMania show of the year. It's the biggest show of the year. Um, and in that show... Uh, our buddy Pixel Dan, who wrestles as the Spotlight Spencer Powers, for those of you who don't know, Danny's been wrestling for 22 years now, uh, something like that, uh, and he's still wrestling. People don't, he doesn't really make a big deal of it in this toy stuff that he wrestles. He has kind of here and there, but not like, you know, he doesn't announce it to the world. But uh, he had a match where he uh, he's their current, uh, he's the Pinfall Wrestling uh, Regional Heavyweight Champion. And he has been the champion all year, I think. Uh, pretty much all year. And he defended the title successfully. And he gave this great and passionate speech about how, you know, I've been doing this 22 years. You know, uh, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Uh, but while I hold this title, I'm still proudly going to be your, you know, pinfall wrestling regional heavyweight champion. You know, I want to thank my wife and my two beautiful children for always being here every show and supporting me and blah, blah, blah. And then the screen behind him goes off with none other than Matt Cardona's entrance theme. And for those of you who don't know who Matt Cardona is, Matt Cardona is the former WWE superstar Zack Ryder, who is also a big toy geek. thought he uh, was a ghost hunter. Nope, he's a big toy geek. Uh, Zach Baggins. Yeah, Zach Baggins. Uh, he's a big toy geek. Uh, he has his own pod, very successful podcast called the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Um he has been, ever since he got released from the WWE on this uh, 
Winfield tour of like every independent known to man. He's the current NWA heavyweight champion. Uh, he's he holds I think three or four other championships right now, like major titles for the well not for these independent companies. Their major title, like he holds a whole bunch of them. I think six or seven now. He interrupted Danny's speech and basically said, uh, "Spotlight Spencer Power, Pixel Dan. I know who you are, Pixel Dan. I I know who you are." He's like, "I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your title." Uh, I'm coming to take that gold. I'm, I'm always ready. And, and God willing, I'm coming for your career. Uh, in September, Matt Cardona will be in Springfield, Illinois to face our friend Danny Eardley uh, and the Spotlight Spencer Powers for the Pinfall Wrestling Association Regional Heavyweight Champion, um, which is kind of a, a big deal. Like, uh, you're not into wrestling. So okay, the name, I, I'm just waiting for you to finish. I said, you're not into wrestling, but, but the name Matt Cardona... Uh, especially as Zack Ryder, but even more so as Matt Cardona, has carried a lot of... Uh, he's well-known in the wrestling world because of what he's done after WWE. Like, he's made a career doing these independent shows and being this, like, major super heel coming into these companies, taking their titles, uh, and being the champion of all these different companies at the same time and just being this this uber heel. So he's coming for Danny's championship. See, what I like about when you talk about this stuff, or what's interesting, yeah, is I realize this is what people feel like when I'm talking to them. Yes, when you're talking about Star Wars. When I'm talking about Star yeah, Wars yeah. or D&D or, or, Lord, of or, or, or yeah, Lord of the Rings. Or Lord of the Rings. Literally anything. Yeah. Like, pretty much, because these are all the conversations I really have. Yeah. So, like, this is what, what someone else feels like <laughs> when I'm talking to them. Yes. Now you understand how it well, is, David. Yeah, yeah I, I, kind of, I kind of assumed that they were... Annoyed, disinterested, just waiting for you well, to you, finish. Well, you've but, said in the past, you were like, I've never seen Danny wrestle. I'd like to see him wrestle. That was a long time ago. A long yeah. time ago. And I told you recently, I was like, you still want no, to see I know. Well, yeah, part, of the, part of the reason I wasn't on the edge of my seat is because I have been told all this off off air. Right, right. So, But I was like, you want to see Danny wrestle? This will be the show to see him wrestle at. Cause is this going to be, gonna be like... Okay, well, I won't. I'll ask off air. Because I know Floorburger's coming. He's like, uh, can I go oh, to the show? Oh, wait a wait way to sink it. I know, right? That guy's like, going to be there. Floorburger's like, can I, can, I, can I go to the... Are you going to go to the show? I'm like... Can I go to the show? I was like, yeah. Josh, like, you're a grown I'm like, man. Yeah, I'm like, me, Dave, and Carrie will probably be at that show. Do you own a vehicle? Well, he was like, can I... I was like, do you want to stay with me while you're here that weekend? Oh, well, that... Yeah, yeah that, He was that, like... Yeah, I, I actually can. I that'd be great. I'd, I'd actually enjoy that. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You can stay. You can stay with us for the weekend. Carrie was one of was like, yeah, absolutely. He can stay. Let, let him know he can stay. So, Floorburger will I mean, be it's, here. It's, and, it's it's not like Ellen, it's not like Springfield is uh, bereft of quality right? hotels. So I'm excited. It'll be uh, be very interesting come September for that show. But uh, we'll be back next week with an all new show. So make sure you tune in then. And until next time, David, you don't have to go home. But you can't stay. Uh, the Unless toy bar. you're apparently a That's right. Uh, the Toy Bar Peeps is closed. Peace out.